What's going on, mommy matrimony friends and family? I am back again with another episode. It's potentially triggering, but (laughs) probably all my episodes are triggering because this is what we talk about, about marriage and parenting. But this topic, the title is... (laughs) Does your spouse have a type that isn't you? (laughs) And that means you're in your relationship and you notice that either when you're out or when you're talking that your spouse and or significant other may gravitate, keep a gaze on, ogle at a little bit, um... A specific type that you are the complete opposite of. <laughs> I, for one, have had this experience, um, and I know that he would argue me down that it's the complete opposite. Um, and it's no disrespect, um, but it is something that we need to talk about um, in relationships because I've heard other women kind of experience this also but if we don't talk about it how are we gonna know how are we gonna you know how are we gonna wrap our minds around this stuff um but yeah like it's something that I have been um dealing with I guess in my own marriage kind of like noticing certain things noticing certain times and we're out and certain kinds of uh (laughs) women that my husband would kind of act like he's not looking at but you know men look right we all know this men look um but I do notice a specific type of woman that he tends to you know look at um and we've all been there again. We don't want to curse them out. This is not what this is about. It's just relating on a level. Um, wives and our husbands, boyfriends and our girlfriends on our significant others, like kind of <laughs> looking at someone else. And in the beginning, I was like, you know, what the heck? And why the heck did you marry me? You know, like I clearly do not look like that. <laughs> I'm the complete opposite so why did you marry me you know like and I had to deal with this over the span of 10 years since we've known each other almost 11 actually um yeah like I've been like yo why why is this a thing why is this something that I feel like I'm it's like a you're competing with a ghost almost right like (laughs) Because oftentimes it's like, I don't like that. I love you. You know, I love you. That's why I married you. And I'm pretty sure the rest of you probably have experienced that once you um, confronted it. But, you know, sometimes you're like, no, dude, I see you. I've been seeing you and you look like I know what you're looking at, (laughs) you know. Um, And it's been hard for me to kind of accept um because a lot of women in their marriages take the stance that men will look like that's just what they do um but as long as they're coming home with me baby that's all that matters to me I don't like that (laughs) like I'm 
I'm the wife that's like, Negro, no, you better keep your eyes fixed on the Lord in him only in me. You know, like that's the kind of philosophy I have um, and I have had. And it's hard to kind of deviate from that because to me, it's just a level of respect. Like, I do understand that men are visual. Um but at the same time, there still needs to be respect, right? Um, but yeah, I feel like that there's a certain type that he, let's say in an alternate universe, he may have gone for. Um, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this. I've heard of bald women saying, oh yeah, my man, my man loves, you know, long weaves, you know, hair extensions, yet I'm bald, <laughs> you know, or... I am a black woman with dark hair. My my man loves blondes or he, he tends to gravitate or look at blondes a lot or flirt with them. Um, like I've heard that <laughs> it, like it, they're actual things, the complete opposites of what you are. And it's like, so why are we here together? And uh, we have to come from behind, you know, I think that thinking sometimes and kind of be affirmed within ourselves as well as from him or her whoever you're with that no I'm what you want it is something I feel like you should talk about with your partner if it is something that bothers you for again for some women it doesn't bother them you know for some guys they're scared to talk about it because it probably make them look weak but it's not weak like you expect a certain level of um attention or respect when you're with your significant other and it's okay to say hey you need to stop doing that especially if I'm if I'm next to you you know keep your gaze (laughs) keep your gaze I'm laughing but I'm so serious um keep your gaze because it, it can make you feel a way. It can breed a lot of insecurity and it can make your relationship kind of begin to break down, especially if you don't know what they're thinking. You don't know why they're looking. It's not healthy just to keep it in all the time. Sometimes you're just like, yeah, man, whatever. You gonna look, whatever. But sometimes ask, hey, what are you looking at exactly? What is over there that you seem to, you know, keep gazing at like it is okay to me now if you're in a relationship where you ask certain sensitive questions and your significant other may snap because they they feel attacked or they feel if they're guilty honestly (laughs) i may you know encourage a different route um I don't want anyone kind of starting an argument over this, but I think to sit someone down to say, hey, this thing is bothering me. Can you meet that need? It's okay. I think that's that's good um, to begin to open the channels of communication and to keep and maintain or even introduce vulnerability in your relationship things that bother you yes 
introduce it. I've had, I think for me, this specific issue has been very triggering because the very type that I'm talking about that I feel like my husband has gravitated to is the type that he has had an affair with. And this was even before the affair, right? Um, that I've noticed certain things and or certain, um, you know, ogling moments. Um, and then on top of that, it was the same kind of girl. I was just like, you know what? Why the F are we here together? Right? Like, just go, please. Um, but of course, they, and I, when I say they, I mean the spouse, <laughs> who is on trial um they share their love for you again right like hey you are what I want hey it's it's sometimes it's hard to believe because I'm still struggling to believe it (laughs) every day I'm having to like sit and and replay the good things that are said the affirmations that are said and um try to heal from the trauma of that feeling insignificant rejected and just not what he wants like it's honestly a huge (laughs) I guess tender spot especially in counseling like I don't know if I'm what he wants like honestly I don't and and it's hard to kind of understand what's normal in a relationship, what men generally do, especially if as women, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about the hard stuff. We don't talk about the embarrassing stuff like, oh, my man is looking at somebody else because honestly, it's embarrassing, right? For some of us who probably have that perspective, it's embarrassing because it's like, uh, clearly I'm not enough, right? It's okay to say these things. Ladies, let's talk about it. Let's kind of it out there where you're like no I feel insignificant I feel um unattractive to him and again for husbands or boyfriends I feel unattractive to her like that feeling is real and it's not to be ignored or act like you have it all together I know again society likes to be like well get yours leave them alone cancel 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 but honestly when you're working on your relationship these things come up and it's either you're going to um work it out in this relationship or experience it again in another one right like it's something that you have to begin to normalize in conversations this hurts me I don't like this this is the standard that I'm kind of keeping you to if you can't and if you're not willing to try then that's when we have a different discussion right like ladies and men (laughs) let's just be uh let's be let's be vulnerable um so when you do see that you can wait. I'd probably wait um, until you got into a private place. Let's say if you're out to dinner, you're out to the movies, and you see your significant other kind of eyes bouncing back and forth, that you can probably wait. Or if they're the type to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember that. <laughs> then at that moment, you can say, hey, what are you looking at? What is what is catching your eye over there? <laughs> like, 
and don't be stink or nasty about it like you can kind of there's a way to say it where you know you're you're firm but at the same time um not aggressive right like hey what's got your eye over there what are you looking at let's look at it together you know like say it in a way that is going to render you the results that you want in the response right um i think this stuff is normal but it, just because it's normal doesn't mean that it has to be like wholly acceptable right like i don't per, i personally again i don't agree with accepting oh men are just men no <laughs> there needs to be a standard um and if men are just being men without any kind of uh, parameters in place or any kind of consequence, then it, to me, it's just going to get worse. And to me, it's not going to um, make it make the relationship feel fulfilled because that's your emotions that you're constantly pushing to the side. If it bothers you, that is, you need to address that and make your feelings known right um yeah I don't know it's something I'm still dealing with it's something that I feel a lot of other women or men may be dealing with but let's normalize this kind of conversation um because it's not okay if you are feeling any level of insecurity and insecurity in relationships are normal right I say that, (laughs) I say that reluctantly um, because there's a level of insecurity that is like, whoa, but there's also a level of insecurity that's normal. So insecurity in the sense that if you are committed to each other um, and your significant other isn't showing that level of commitment. Of course, there's going to have there, that's when insecurity is going to kind of rise up, right? That's I think is normal if you are not kind of getting what you need from your partner, and that's solely when you are expecting to get something from them out of the relationship, not like oh I'm woman hear me roar I don't need a man you just here just to you know, as an accessory, we're not doing that. I'm just saying like there, there is a need, which is why you guys are together. They met a need for you. It's not just fun and games, right? In a relationship, they met a need. Um, and that's why you chose to get together. So if that need is not being met, there's insecurity that's going to arise. That's normal. Let's even normalize that. Um, but the, the other level of insecurity is when they, or you, you have them kind of isolated to yourself um, outside of everyone else. They're all to you. Like, they can't go anywhere. They can't have friends. Like, that's another level of insecurity. And it's almost um, possession, right? It's being possessive. Um, that's unhealthy. Um, so I think... If you have a level of insecurity in a relationship, especially if you feel like, okay, this is not really meeting a need for me, that's a conversation that you need to have uh, because that needs to be fostered and taken care of as well. Um, 
people, you're not alone when you're in a relationship and you see your significant other kind of looking like at someone a lot more (laughs) that's not looking like you. It's something that happens. Um, Probably not as widely spread as I may think, but I feel like if people just talk about it, then we can all, you know, heal together. Let's get a healing circle going. Anyway, drop your comments, (laughs) questions, concerns. Again, this is really me venting, um, but also helping anyone else heal on the similar matters, right? Anyway, see you guys next week for another episode of Mommy Matrimony. Have a great week. Bye.